Support for this podcast comes from the Florida Atlantic University College of Business, home to over 8,000 students, seven departments, six centers, and an impressive offering of interdisciplinary and professional development programs taught by the college's world-class faculty. Learn more at business.fau.edu. Hi, I'm Paul Hours, the Media Relations Director for the College of Business. Today, I'm speaking with Dr. Monica Escaleras, Director of the FAU Business and Economics Polling Initiative. We will discuss the polling initiative, its mission, and what the latest poll says about the upcoming U.S. presidential election. For more information on FAU polling, please visit business.fau.edu slash BEPI. Thank you for listening and enjoy our interview with Dr. Escaleras. Monica, thank you for joining us today to talk about FAU BEPI, the Florida Atlantic University Business and Economics Polling Initiative. So let's get started here. Can you explain and tell us how the polling initiative started and what its mission is? Sure, Paul. Thank you very much for having me in this podcast. And I'm looking forward to talk about the wonderful things that we do at the initiative. In 2014, the Dean of the College of Business, Dean Gropper, in a um, assembly, a faculty assembly, he mentioned that he's interested in funding new ideas to think outside the box. And I thought about this idea of polling, uh, that basically it will give some type of recognition to the university, some visibility to the university, but also it will be a great opportunity for students to learn hands-on public opinion research. So I went to the Dean, I presented my idea, he liked the idea, and we went ahead and launched the initiative in the fall of 2014. So I'm the founder and director of the initiative and the funds for the initiative come from the College of Business. So basically, the initiative has four main goals that are aligned with the objectives of the university. Some of the objectives of the university, of course, that is the name recognition of the university, undergraduate research, also uh, community engagement, and finally, interdisciplinary uh, collaboration. So um, that's how we started. And now we're in our seventh year. Okay. Can you talk about the role that students play in the polling initiative? Sure. For the students, so looking at those four main uh, categories, if you would like to talk first about the students, what we do with the students is kind of like a hands-on lab. So students start with an idea. Once they come up with their own topic, they write their questions. After they write those questions, we teach them how to write good questions because writing a good survey has to have good questions. Once they have that, we teach them how to collect the data. They do their own data collection using a program that is called Amazon Turk. Then we teach them how to analyze the data using SPSS. And finally, we teach them how to write a good report. So that's part of the undergraduate research. But another important aspect of the initiative in terms of undergraduate research is that we want to give students skills that gives them an edge either for graduate school or in the job market. We have a dynamic job market. So we want to give them some tools that they 
uh, they will give them an edge, like I said a few minutes ago. So we also teach them public speaking. And for that reason, we take students to three conferences. We take them to the uh, Florida Undergraduate Research Conference that usually takes in one university here in the state of Florida. Most universities in Florida send their students to present posters. Then we take them to a national conference that is the National Conference of Undergraduate Research. And there around 6,000 students that are uh, doing undergraduate research go and do either poster presentations or oral presentations. For that presentation, for that conference, I like students to present oral presentations because I really want them to master uh, public speaking. And then finally, to finish the year, we present at the Florida Undergraduate um, Symposium at FAU. And with those tools, I have seen that actually students have gotten jobs in companies that they do uh, research analysis. Like, for example, I have a student working for the Bureau of Economic Analysis, uh, or the Bureau of Labor Statistics, actually pertaining with surveys. And also other students uh, have been able to put these in their resumes when they're applying to graduate school. Oh, fantastic. Can you explain, maybe from start to finish, what goes into producing a single poll? Yes. Before I get to that, if you don't mind, I would like to talk a little bit of what has been the impact of BEPI for the university from the standpoint of visibility. Because I think it's extraordinary what we had accomplished in the last seven years. We have become the Gallup of South Florida. We see that the media as well as the community come to us when it's, um, when it's to deal with public opinion uh, research. Our polls had been uh, featured in uh, national outlets, like, for example, the Washington Post, USA Today, the New York Times, as well as TV, uh, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, and so forth, giving a huge visibility to the university. As one of the reporters mentioned this in the 2016 elections, they said that uh, Bepi put FAU in the national map, and that's huge for us. Actually, also one of our other polls were cited in the Senate floor. So it's not only the political polls, but in serious issues like climate change, one of our results were cited in the Senate floor. And in terms of the community, we have seen, for example, the USA Today newspapers came to us to partner with us to have a, to run a series of surveys to find out what are the important issues for Floridians when they were coming into the 2018 midterm elections. Uh, recently, we also did, we partnered with the Indian River Coalition in order to find out what are Floridians' views on the water quality of the waterways here in Florida after all the problems with the algae and so forth that we had here. And finally, back, I think it was in 2014 or uh, 15, the, the League of Women Voters came to us also to try to get a, an idea for us to run a poll regarding the people's views on the electoral college. 
So to give you an idea, BEPI has very different dimensions and we have succeeded in every single one of them. The last one that I would like to talk before I answer your question is regarding the interdisciplinary collaboration that we have. We have worked with the College of Medicine. We have worked with the College of Social Science and Inquiry, with the College of Education, doing surveys that serve as academic research. So now going to your question, and I'm sorry, I, I went a little bit on the tangent here. To start from the beginning to an end with a poll, first we try to come up with a topic, correct? If it's a political issue, is a current issue. And once we have clear what is the issue, we want to see, okay, what is the purpose? What are we trying to get at? Once we have that, we draft the questions. We do a pilot test. We put the test, what is a soft lunch, and collect maybe 50 uh, uh, responses to make sure that the question is actually written well, uh, if there's a variability in the responses and so forth. Once we have that, uh, we determine how we're going to do the data collection. Actually, this year, for the first time, we have included also cell phones. So in order to have a representative sample, we utilize three ways to collect our samples. One is landlines, the other one is online, and finally, cell phones. So that way we try to come up with a representative sample. Once we have our sample, and usually we want a minimum of 500 responses, a thousand is ideally. We go ahead and use SPSS for our analysis, and then finally we produce our report. Okay, terrific. Well, let's talk about some of the recent surveys. Polls show that Hispanic consumer confidence is down sharply from a year ago. Uh, what do you expect in the next few months in terms of consumer confidence? And, and when do you think it will return to what it was before the coronavirus? Well, I was doing a little bit of research when we got our last quarterly consumer confidence index. And what I'm finding is that the unemployment rate among Hispanics is higher than the general population in the United States. So Hispanics have been hit hard with the pandemic. And I think some of the reasons for that is that they work in the service sector. They work in hotels, restaurants, and so forth. And those are the areas that have been hit hard by the pandemic. So I think it's going to take a while for them to recuperate and for their confidence, um, consumer confidence to increase. I also think that at this point, we have several uncertainties. We don't know if there's going to be a new federal stimulus uh, package. Many of these Hispanics have lost their jobs. If they don't have income, they cannot go out and consume. So hopefully, if in the future there is another unemployment benefits, perhaps that will help their consumer confidence. And then finally, we have the problem now that the pandemic, maybe there's going to be a surge. So maybe there's going to be even farther cuts in those sectors that like the uh, hotel industry and service industry that they were recuperating little by little, who knows if they're going to go backwards again. Right. Well, let's switch gears now to the Florida presidential polls. Uh, these get plenty of state and national media coverage, as you mentioned before. What has surprised you the most about the results from these presidential polls so far this year? And what issue or topic do you think will determine the winner in Florida? 
Well, we have been tracking the presidential election, what Floridians feel about it or for whom they're planning to vote if the election will take place today since March. But let's talk a little bit since May. What I have noticed is that the number of undecided has declined. In May, the number of undecided was around 9%, in September, 5%, and now in October, it's 2%. So that gives me an idea that pretty much people have made up their minds. There's not much room now for much propaganda. I think people already have decided kind of like towards whom they're leaning to, even though only around 8% said that perhaps they might, they might change their minds. I think what is going to determine at this point is who actually shows up to, to, to vote, correct? Because me calling you and saying for who you will vote is very simple. It's very easy from the comfort of your home. Tell me your thoughts. But the elections are not decided by a poll. They are decided by people showing up to vote. So basically, to me, I think it's going to be decided by people actually showing up to vote. Regarding issues, I think people that support President Trump are more uh, worried or their issue number one is the economy. While for those that are leaning towards Joe Biden, coronavirus is one of their main issues. Well, Monica, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, we look forward to more polls in the future and, and learning more about the presidential polls and Hispanic consumer confidence and other issues. Thank you very much, Paul, for having me. What's Happening at FAU Business is part of the FAU College of Business podcast network. Learn more at business.fau.edu slash podcasts.